Welcome to the Unleash Your Voice podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Driuso, performer and creator by nature, voice specialist and leadership coach by day. And I work with entrepreneurs all over the world to help them unleash their voice and step into the leader that they were destined to be. This podcast is an unfiltered look at what it takes to truly own who you are as a leader, unleash your voice, and get your message to the masses. Are you ready to turn up the volume on your dreams, your desires, and your income? Sweet. Let's get started. What's up? What's up, my potty people? I am so humbled to bring you this episode this week on the Unleash Your Voice podcast. Get super excited because I am and you should be. If you don't know who this leader is already, I highly, highly recommend you follow her everywhere and you jump in her group if she resonates with you and you download her free training that we'll have below in the show notes and everything and just really embrace the power of this unfiltered voice. Like even when I was chatting with her on this podcast and I've always felt this, it's just, this is the most authentic voice that I feel there is right now in the online space. And I know that's a very bold statement, but from what I see, it's like really allowing herself the power of who she is to shine through. And it's just, it just, gives you tinglys in your chest. It's so powerful. And what that really is, is like lack of resistance in the voice. So I just want you to receive this episode fully. Just allow yourself to really, truly feel the activation in it and just listen in on the amazing golden nuggets that this beautiful leader gets to share with us. So without further ado, I bring you guys Ruby Freyman. Get excited. Here we go. So thank you so, so much for being on this episode. Like I said, fangirling mildly. And I cannot wait to hear all the juicy nuggets that you have to share with my audience. So I cannot wait. But for people who do not know who you are, can you give us like a good description on what you do and who you are in this space. Definitely. Um, Danny, first of all, thank you for having me on your show. Um, So my name is Ruby Freeman. I am a life and influencer coach, and I work primarily with people who I consider to be the next generation of thought leaders. So people who are really purpose-driven, mission-driven, and are seeking to have their voice heard, stand out, and create impact. And the way in which I work with them is strictly through life coaching. Um, Most people think it's business and strategy, but, you know, business and strategy only goes so far if you don't have Mm -hmm. your own shit together. So I help them get their shit together so they can actually take all those strategies that they've learned and implement them and integrate them and do it their way. Oh my God. I love it so much. And how did you get started and come into this work? Um, So I felt... I. Well, I didn't fall into it. I chose life coaching after going through my own journey and realizing that I wanted to really help others change their lives. And, uh, you know, my own journey, I mean, it spans a really long time. It's really long. You can go on my website and read about it. But like, (laughs) simply put, like, I I really just hovered at rock bottom for decades. And um, 
I hit this, what I call like the, the last rock bottom that I've hit. I hit that in 2012 and realized that um, everything in my life wasn't happening to me. They were all happening because of a series of choices that I had made. You know, I was an addict. I was in a cycle of um, abusive relationships. I was someone who seemed to only hang out with toxic people. Mm. And I had really buried myself in the ground. And when I reached that rock bottom place in 2012, I just... I decided to to put an end to it because it was that moment that I realized, wow, it's it's not everyone else. You know, no one's forcing me to do drugs. No one's forcing me to stay with these men. No one's forcing me to be where I'm at. It's actually my choices. So that epiphany changed my the trajectory of my life. And it was then that I started taking ownership and um, moving in this direction where I find myself today and it was like once I realized how good life could actually be and how much power I did have, I wanted to work with others to help them empower themselves and find their voices and use it to create impact. Wow, that's so powerful. I can feel that right in the heart. I love it. I can like feel the tingles in my chest. It's so <laughs> powerful. So you have been through quite a journey in the past few years, even you kind of like burned down your Facebook group. I was in your Facebook group before. <laughs> and it was like, that's why I think it's so cool because even the past series of, of people who I've had in the show and things that we talked about is like burning things down to really get down in the core of what you desire, like what you actually want the space to be or what you actually like deep down underneath all the bullshit, underneath everything, like what you truly desire to speak into this world, to bring into this world. So can you speak about that transition for you and like what was that first thing that you're like, you know what, I don't want to do things this way anymore. I want to do things differently. Like you are doing such incredible things your own way. And even for me, it's terrifying. It's scary as fuck. (laughs) Do these things your own way when you don't have a roadmap. It's like you are actually following your own heart so deeply that you don't have a roadmap. And it kind of feels like you're going in a dark tunnel and you're hoping that you come out the other Mm -hmm. side. So can you explain that from your own journey? Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's a wrong way to do anything. I think Mm -hmm. that we try different things Mm -hmm. um, and we put things into action from our current place of knowing. So for me, I built my business from that current place of knowing. And Mm -hmm. in 2017, um, when I hit the surpassed the six figure mark, you know, things were great. My business was completely full. I had no room for new clients, but I wasn't feeling fulfilled, you know, and, and my idea of success isn't, is not money. You know, my idea Mm -hmm. of success is, is time and freedom and joy and passion and purpose. And I was starting to detach from that. So once I was consciously aware of that, I, you know, I just decided like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do it this way anymore. I need Mm -hmm. to evolve because I have personally as a human being evolved, but I hadn't evolved my business to match. And so I tore things down. Like you said, like I had a Facebook group of over 4,000 people that I grew a hundred percent organically, no Mm -hmm. ads, no nothing. Um, and like, less than two years too. And I, I archived it, 
Like I was like, I'm not going to do this anymore because it no longer resonates. This isn't, it just isn't the right vibration for me. And then I got rid of 85% of my clients and um, I retired some programs and then I closed my doors and I didn't take any new clients for about eight months. Um, As I started working in the back end and really um, with a real hard focus on like, where am I at today as a coach, as a human, and where is my purpose and my mission at today? And so I basically took everything that was no longer aligned, got rid of it, and then implemented things that felt more aligned. And once I had those pieces into place, into play, I uh, started accepting new clients and you know, it just feels good. It feels good to do business in a way that is aligned as fuck. And it's not that I was never out of alignment. It's that mm-hmm. I was evolving and I needed to honor that evolution in our business. And I think that's one of the things that so many people fear in business is change. But if you don't change, then you're actually going against nature because we're all here to evolve. And that includes our businesses. Mm, that's so good. And so For people who are kind of going through that place where they're like, you know what, this doesn't feel good anymore. What would you give for them for advice to lean into that? Or what would you say to that person? Yeah. So I would say, first of all, you want to look into your values. Like what is it that you value most in life? And I'm not talking about what you think you value, you know, Mm. Um, what is it that you actually value? What's really important to you? Like for me, family is number one. Family is like over anything. Of course I have my purpose in there, but if it ever, ever, ever came down to making a decision between my family and my purpose, I would always pick my family. And I know this and I'm clear on it and I'm very unapologetic about it because this is my value system. And I think a lot of people don't understand what their value system is and what it is that they truly value. So get real about what you value and then you create a list of everything that you're doing in your business. Like just brain dump everything that you're doing in your business, whether it's like YouTube videos, podcasts, like writing blogs, coaching, whatever it is, write it all down and then split that list up into aligned as fuck. And then the other column is not aligned. And when I'm talking about alignment, the things that are actually aligned with your values. And this is like a really tangible, practical, um, practice that you can do. And I highly recommend that people do it at least once a year just to keep yourself in check, but it works. I mean, I've had people Mm -hmm. come to um, my live training Amplified So Live where I I shared this and they completely ripped apart their businesses and started something new. So um, it may sound like a simple thing, but if you actually put some time and effort into this, you will for sure experience some major insights. Mm-hmm. I love that. And even, I know you shared that in your group or was it through your training or something? Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I do a lot of value work with all my clients and it's also in my free training. And then we go more in depth, depth in my paid training, Unleashed mm-hmm. Unapologetic. Yeah. Wow. That's so powerful. And it is such a powerful practice to go back to your values. Cause I feel like that's something, and maybe you can speak on this too. It's like, when you feel that disconnection, like something's off, something's wrong. I always say it's because you put a part of yourself in the back burner. You put a part of yourself on the shelf and you're like, what's missing, but it's you. It's a part of like who you've always been that you kind of let other things overshadow. 
Yeah. And, you know, for so many people, it's, it's not even coming back to your values. People, they have never, ever even taken the time to consider what it is that they value, right? We just mm-hmm. carry around what the things that our family values, and we don't even know that we're doing this or things that society values. And we don't even, we're not even conscious that we're doing this because it's like become this unconscious belief system that we're carrying. So you need to bring it into your awareness and then decipher whether these values that you've been carrying are actually yours or you need to come up with your own. Mm, that's so good. And when you were building your business and when you had like everything, like before you shut your doors, did you feel a lot of the time like you were either comparing yourself or like there was these moments of self-doubt where you really needed to like be like, no, I'm just going to do my own thing and like find my own voice again? Um, so there was never a time when that, that existed. And then that went away. Like, let's just mm-hmm. be real. Like it's yeah. always there. Like mm-hmm. we're human beings and anyone, anyone who says that they never compare or they mm-hmm. never have like their bullshit come up and say shit to them. I'm going to call bullshit. Okay. Yeah. We're all human beings and we all go through our own fair shit and we all have fears and we all have belief systems and we're all just doing our best with what we have where we're at. So Yes, I compare, I compare, I still compare. Yes, Mm -hmm. I still have like beliefs that are fucking bullshit. And yes, I still am scared and I'm scared every single fucking day. And I have Mm self-doubt every single fucking day. But the thing that sets me apart from those who fail because of this is that I have the courage to keep pushing through, you know? And, Mm. And this is, again, like something else I teach in my free training, CPR, like I use courage, persistence, and resilience daily to push through my bullshit because it's there. And as long as you are human, as long as you are growing and evolving, you are going to be faced with new fears and new belief systems that don't serve you. So to you to learn how to navigate through that. Mm, that's so, so good. And when you're really like stepping into the work of facing the shit, like looking at me like, guess what? Human experience happens that like you feel all emotions throughout every single part in your day. But with this really newfound, well, it's, I, I would say it's like newfound in my space because I'm still fairly new to like the online space in the coaching world. Like I've only been coaching for about like two years now. And so I feel very new still, but there's this whole wave of like, you have to, like before it was like Insta perfect, but now it's like aligned perfect. Like it's like everyone's searching for that aligned perfection. And what would you say like with that? Have you felt that or have you seen that kind of happen where a lot of people are trying to push to be this different type of perfection instead of like, like they're going from one side to the other? I think everyone's just trying to be what they feel they want others to perceive them as. Mm. That's what everyone's doing. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and that's why real stands out. That's why when people are showing up from the realest places within them, it stands out. Because, you know, like, like when it comes to sc- scrolling, I hate scrolling now. Like I actually fucking detest it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people say, well, I see you online all the time. And I'm like, not really. Like if you actually go through my social media, I'm not online all the time. And I go in, I go in with intention. I engage with my group. I engage with my following and I get the fuck out because I'm not 
all the bullshit that's out there, I mean, it's plaguing our feeds, people Mm -hmm. trying to be authentic, people trying to be position themselves a certain way because they believe that's what their audience wants to perceive them as. And it's not about that. This is about you just being you. Like, this is about who are you when no one's looking? What would you say mm-hmm. if no one was listening? You know, what What would you do on a video if no one was going to watch it? Like, that's what this is about. Mm. That's so good. I absolutely love that. I literally just did. I, I love this so much because I literally just did a Facebook Live calling myself out and being like, I started to notice myself seeking validation in certain ways, like, is anyone watching? Like really like, like being like, Oh, obsessing all of a sudden, which for me, it was always about like, Oh, like how good can I get this content? And then when I was like, okay, self-acceptance is a thing and going through my own journey of like really stepping into my own voice, all of a sudden it's like, okay. So that kind of sat at bay for a bit. And then it was, Oh dear God, who's watching. And if no one started watching, I found myself shrinking and feeling like, oh, like not enough people were watching my live. Like that means that there's going to be no conversions. And now I'm like not good enough to show up. And I was in a really dark place a few months ago where I was feeling that all the time. Like I was like, oh, is someone else watching? Is someone listening? So I love that you said, like, what would you do if no one is watching? Because that's definitely Mm -hmm. something that I have to check myself on. Like if no one was watching this right now, and one time, I actually did this where I put a sticky note over my phone mm-hmm. and I was like, I actually don't fucking care anymore. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. care who's watching. I don't care if anyone's on. I'm not even going to read the comments. I'm not going to look at how many people are on. Like I'm going to put the sticky note on and what would like I show up as if literally no one was watching at all. Yeah. And I mean, that's, so my former business was social media marketing strategy, which is why Mm. I know know what I'm about to say, but you know how a lot of people complain about like, oh, I don't use my Facebook page anymore because algorithms, or I'm going to go live on my personal profile because algorithms Mm. and they go live on their personal profiles because they know that they're going to get more engagement immediately. And, and, and this is like, this is what's fucking making people make these choices, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I have a Facebook page. I fucking use it. I use it for my, all my lives. I use it for everything that I do with business. I use it for Facebook ads. And I don't give a shit if people aren't watching my lives live. What matters to me is the trickle effect. It's the ripple effect. Like people don't understand just because someone's not on right now doesn't mean that there is not a ripple effect that's going to happen. You know, even if you have one person, um, and, and this is, another big, big issue in the online um, entrepreneurial space is like everyone's focused on the masses. What about that one person that you've just impacted and how that person's now going to tell like maybe five other people about you and so on and so forth. But that one person, that one person's life was just dramatically changed because of what you had to say or the way in which you showed up. Like that matters. And somewhere down the line, like this has turned into this whole fucking like, bullshit about, you know, wanting to, to just impact the masses. And then you lose sight of who you are impacting. And I'm not saying like, I am here to impact the masses. I am here to create an army of voices. That's what I do. But at the same time, I treat each individual that I encounter as an individual. And I think that's what's missing in this online space. And I don't even know how I ended up on this tangent, but obviously it's something I'm very passionate about. Yeah. (laughs) I absolutely love that too, though. Because it's it's so, so true. I even remember I was so like butthurt about 
a certain amount of people who like signed up for one of my courses. And I was like, like whitey, whitey. And then there's this one like beautiful creature who is one of my one-on-one clients and literally it's shifting her life now. And she, she's going back to it and she's like, this has literally changed everything for me. And that's so powerful because at the time I was upset that there was like six or seven people taking this course that I put all this effort into, but those six or seven people, even if like two of those people, it's actually shifting something for them. It's like, that's why I started this in the first place, right? Mm -hmm. Like That's why we do these things. That's why we want to really step forward and be a leader because we want that change and we want the masses. But I love how you said to focus on like, even like the two people who might watch a live stream Mm -hmm. or the one person who might watch the live stream secretly and not like it or not engage with it, but like secretly watch it Mm -hmm. before they go into work one day or something like that. Yeah. I mean, do you know how, I can't even tell you how many people have become one-on-one clients who were secret YouTube watchers of mine for, for over a year, like people who would watch my YouTube videos. I didn't know who they were cause they would never comment. And then all of a sudden an email will pop in saying, I want to coach with you. And they'd be like, yeah, I've been watching you for over a year and I have no idea who you are, but this is the power of impact. And Everything changes when you show up on a daily basis by asking yourself, who is one person I can impact today versus like, oh, what is one perfectly crafted message or video that I could do or talk about today? You know, it changes everything. Mm -hmm. And what has that creative process changed for you since you got kind of got started, like really showing up and speaking to your people? I have to, so... At the beginning, like how I've built my business and how I built it so quickly was through the power of connection. I've always been a connector. I've always enjoyed um, authentically connecting with people and having real conversations. And that is how I created my entire business. I mean, that's how I fill programs. That's how um, I've grown. But yes, definitely. Like at some point... Um, the idea of scaling came up, you know, from a business strategy perspective of like, okay, well, how are you going to scale this? Like, this is getting Mm -hmm. a little out of control. And that's what I was struggling with was just that idea of scaling. You know, it's not that I was acting on it. I didn't, I didn't launch an online course until this year, like last in 2017, when I was going through all of this, it was like, okay, I want to continue growing my business. I want to continue expanding my impact. And at the same time, I want to continue taking care of myself and nurturing my energy. How can I do this? And so I haven't landed on a perfect method or strategy to do so. But what I continue to do on the daily is like check in with myself and see are things aligned or are things not feeling aligned. And when I released like the online training. That was huge for me. Most people start with online trainings. I launched it after four years of being in a coaching business with a coaching practice that has been successful with actual, you know, one-on-one clients or groups. This was the first time I launched something that was online, but it had to feel aligned. For me, if it was a strictly online course, that wouldn't feel aligned with my values because I value connection. So I've incorporated real like connect points, like people get lifetime access to like monthly calls with me that are real live, like 
real-time calls and they have connection to me through a Facebook book. They get access to like live coaching. I mean, this was a way for me to make this me. And a lot of people would look at it and say that Ruby, this is not a smart way to scale, but I look at it and I'm like, actually I can scale because really all it takes for me is like 10 minutes a day, if that, to check in on a Facebook group. Like people who can't do that, like you're in the wrong fucking business if you're trying to serve people. If you can't like put aside 10 minutes a day to connect with those who have chosen to invest in you, you're not in the right fucking business. Mm-hmm. End rant. I love that. <laughs> Mike drop. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> Oh my God. I love that so, so much. I was going to ask you a question, but I don't even know. That was so good. I was just like mesmerized by your rant. It was beautiful. So with that, like what, what is your structure for like really authentically for you? What does it feel like to quote unquote launch, but I don't like that word. So it's like, like just getting people into your offers. What does that feel like for you now? And signing those one-on-one clients and connecting even more with your group and connecting even more with the people who you're here to serve. What does that feel like for you now? I mean, for me, it's doing things that feel good, you know? So um, I'm going to use this recent launch as an example um, Mm -hmm. because it's super relevant right now. So I launched the online training and I was told by strategists to like do the traditional, like do a webinar, offer content at the end, pitch people, get them in, put an end date, put like early enrollment, like bonus, have it end in 24 hours and boom, like there you go. None of that felt good to me. Um, but at the same time, I don't know what does because I've never launched an online training Mm -hmm. and psychology really is a thing. And there's a difference between urgency and scarcity, right? Scarcity is what most people use. Um, Like, there's not enough of this. I'm only going to sell this many things or um, we only have this many at this price. And that's scarcity. Whereas urgency, not to give a sense of scarcity, but really because I want to give you some motivation to say yes. Um, Because if you just leave things open-ended, people don't like they don't act on it. Right. So Mm -hmm. I'm really just like navigating to the best of my abilities through this and, um, taking it day by day as I'm learning more and more, because really what I'm doing is, is almost like uncharted territory because it's, you know, most people don't do things this way. And for when it comes to coaching, like when I actually have coaching slots open, Um, I literally will just go online and say, hey, I have some coaching slots that are opening. If you've wanted to coach with me, like, let's talk. And then I go on a a call and have a fucking conversation. Like, it's Mm -hmm. not a sales call. It's not Mm -hmm. a pitch. It's I will coach the shit out of you. It's a real coaching session. And at the end, if you want to continue, cool. If you don't and you got what you needed, cool. Like, I always come from from a place of, like, service and connection first. Mm -hmm. And that has served me, um, because it's very aligned with who I am as a person. Uh, I'm not saying that works for everyone, but it works for me, uh, because it's just who I am. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love how you said urgency versus scarcity, because that's the exact thing. It's like, when you're worried that people aren't going to sign up, you like go into the scarcity mode and then sell from scarcity. And then it becomes this like, 
please, <laughs> like, I only have this much available. Like, if you don't sign up, the world's going to end and all that stuff. Yes. So for you, do you get into a certain energy when you're selling your offers or when you're sharing or even like that stuff? Do you have a certain practice or something that you remind yourself of or a mantra, mantra or something like that when you start to find yourself falling into that or getting those fears that are like coming out of the woodwork or... Um, so like I said earlier, like the fears don't stop, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how far along you get. It's almost like the, the more success you gain, the more your fears are amplified actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, it's a daily practice. Like every morning I wake up at five, I don't really get to my desk until nine 30 in the morning. And so from five to nine 30, that's all my time. I use that to meditate, to journal, to work out, um, to, you know, to sit down on the couch and have coffee and not like do anything else. And so I have this practice of like loving on me before I start my day. And that's every single day. And that's a non-negotiable. And as for like when the shit hits the fan, I will pause, you know, and I think that's one of the things that we, when shit hits the fan, we don't want to pause. We want to go into like, how do I fix this mode? But how do I fix this mode really interferes with like, you being able to access your intuition and how do I move forward from this? And so for me, I pause, I take a pause and I reflect for as long as I need to. I'll cry it out if I need to. I'll punch some fucking pillows if I need to. Like I'll just do what I need to do in that moment and not rush myself to find a solution because when I do that, it works against me versus when I just like let myself fall into what the solution is or perhaps even just feel my way through it and that's enough and that gets me through it. I mean, that's what works. Mm, That's so, so powerful. And I just want to say like, because this is what I've been talking about a lot on the podcast and stuff like that is like your vocal, like vocal mechanism is so powerful and it radiates in certain parts of your body. And I just wanted to let you know, like if anyone who's listening wants to hear like a clear channel, you have such a clear channel. Thank you. That's it's like, you can feel it in your gut and your heart and it's so powerful and there's very little resistance within your voice and within your energy. And that's just so fucking powerful and so potent. And if anyone is like rock to a core from this podcast, like that's a good reason why, because you're just such a present, powerful voice. Mm, thank you. You're welcome. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> I was like, oh, I feel it. I feel it so deep. I love it. Well, thank you. I think that was absolutely amazing. If you had anything else to share with, my audience or the people who feel kind of stuck and lost with this, what would you say? I mean, if you're feeling stuck, it's because you're not taking action. And I know that Mm -hmm. sounds counterintuitive, like, well, I don't know what to take action on. Mm -hmm. So my best piece of advice for you, for those who feel stuck in whatever it is that you feel stuck in, is like, what is like one small thing, one thing that you could do that will take you from here to where you want to be, like just get you a little bit closer. And it's not always like this big, massive leap. It can be something so small that will just get you in a, a in motion, you know? So what is one thing that you can do right now to, that you can take action right now on to get you closer to your vision, to get you closer to your purpose, to get you closer to what it is that you want? Mm, that's so good. I have one more question before mm-hmm. I let you go. Where is your happiest, most fulfilled place in your business right now? Like if you could close your eyes and go to your happy place within 
your business and purpose, where do you picture yourself? Like what is your flow zone? Well, that is like, I already have like a fuck yes answer for that. I don't even have to close my eyes. And that's my, (laughs) but that's my three day live training that I do every year in Los Angeles called Amplified Soul Live. Um, That is where, you know, every single one of my gifts comes into play and I get to play in real life with people. And so there's nothing more incredible than that. And it's proven itself to be such a transformational three days for everyone in the audience. Like I I still see the ripple effect, you know, and from like year one, I still Mm -hmm. see ripple effects and it's just, it's, it's magical. Like I fucking love it. And I look forward to it every year. And it's also one of the most stressful things I do, but I look forward to it every single fucking year. (laughs) I love that so much. And there's one thing that I remember you saying, I can't remember somewhere in your Facebook group, or we were like chatting back and forth in comments or something. And one of the coolest things, and I could just like hear in your voice that that's a very fully expressed, open, like incredible experience for you. And I remember you saying that you're about to go on a speech and you took your shoes off. Can you talk about that? Like, Oh yeah. yeah. I never, I never talk with my shoes on ever. I love that. Oh, and you know, if you come to my event, my, for the three days, like I will walk in with cute as fuck shoes and then I take them off. Um, I just, I don't do it. Like I feel most grounded when I'm barefoot and Mm -hmm. I also don't wear heels. Um, You might see me in a wedge, but mostly (laughs) sneakers and flip-flops. So for me to like stand on stage in a cute outfit with heels is just so not me. And I'm not going to do it just because that's what society expects of a woman on stage or that's Mm -hmm. what, you know, we think other women want to perceive us as. Cause like heels mean power. Like, no heels mean I'm going to walk like a fucking drunk deer in the forest. And I don't <laughs> want to do that. So I'd rather be barefoot and be super grounded. Yeah. I love that so much. Cause I'm the same way. Like the minute I feel disconnected, it's like I had to take my shoes off. Like mm-hmm. I just like have to, <laughs> I don't yeah. care if anyone has like a fuck weird thing about my feet, but it's like, I am probably 90 unless it's the winter and I have to wear Uggs outside like barefoot or in a very like thin soled shoe Mm because I just want to be closer to the earth yeah oh my god I love that well thank you so so much we will put all the information for everything that we talked about of yours that is incredible and everything down below so people can definitely find that awesome but thank you so much this was so incredible I'm so grateful for you Mm, thank you I appreciate that I hope you love, love, loved that episode. You want to come hang out with me a little bit more and maybe talk some more leadership, love, and unfiltered voice, then you can go ahead and find me on social media at Danny Driuso. And I would love for you to come join me in my private Facebook community. This is where the conversation continues, okay? So I'm always in there giving you guys live trainings and information and just making sure that you guys are fully supported in your business life and leadership. Okay. It's a totally free Facebook community and you can find the link below in the show notes to come join me there. And I would love, love, love for you guys to leave me a review if you feel so moved to and let me know how you are loving these episodes. Okay. And maybe who you want to see on next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Unleash Your Voice podcast and go be bright, be bold, and be you.